the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here we are. It's hour two. It's Backbone Radio. It is November 20th, 2022. And we're just covering an awful lot of the good news. You had Trump running again 2024. Trump reinstated on Twitter. Free speech. Let there be free speech. And make no mistake, the ruling class, the establishments of both political parties, and most of our fascist multinational corporations in this country, in this world, do not want free speech at all. Even media organizations do not want free speech. CBS News just announced that they're, uh, they're going to be pulling back from Twitter. They're not uh, comfortable with the current situation on Twitter. And uh, here, here's what actually CBS News said. In light of the uncertainty around Twitter and out of an abundance of caution, CBS News is pausing its activity on the social media site as it continues to monitor the platform, Major. John's yeah, so Thank CBS you. News is monitoring the situation, monitoring the potential for free speech breaking out on Twitter, and they want nothing to do with it. What kind of country have we become when media organizations themselves do not want free speech and they become a device and a tool to muzzle speech from the American people. They're outright hostile to the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights of the United States Constitution. What kind of a, what kind of a republic is it when you start thinking about the massive corruption of our institutions across the board? Yes, corporations multinationals making fascist alliances with globalist governments and uh, getting involved in all kinds of PR and propaganda and activities to enslave and repress their customers, the American people, the citizens of the world that, that buy their products. The definition of fascism, again, is the alliance between government and corporations. Look back to your Mussolini. And... Um, Think about then our Republican Party establishment. What is it? Oh, it's a device to repress, stifle, muzzle the honorable sentiments of Republican Party voters. We realize that, right? You realize that, right? That's what the Republican Party establishment is. It's a corral system to try to muzzle your voice and stifle your sentiments about the United States of America, its glorious heritage and history, that's what it's become. And we live in this world. We live in this gulag. We live in this prison. And I had somebody text the studio about, um, he said this, considering we have had massive fraud in the last two elections, how do you think that is going to be overcome in 2024? Would you please address? And that just kind of made me think that I could say this. There's a, there's a wonderful... Um, thread over on Twitter by Eurysthenes, E-U-R-Y-S-T-H-E-N-E-S, in which he makes a point here about how, uh, and hit, this is the cutting to the chase, he says this, political energy now must be spent solely on destroying the Republican Party establishment 
and turning the GOP into a fully insurgent party. And I tell you, you have to understand this, that the, the biggest obstacle to saving this country is the Republican Party establishment, the hall monitors in the Republican Party establishment, okay? The people like Mitch McConnell and, uh, and yeah, most everybody else in Republican politics who is tied into the power of the Republican Party establishment. The only one who's not is Trump. The only one who's not, okay? Um, if we do not overcome the traitorous Republican Party establishment, we can go nowhere as a party. And this Eurysthenes makes this point, that Carrie Lake in Arizona ran essentially the perfect campaign. But if it looks like Lake is going to be defeated, and I don't know where that all stands right now, he says this, that uh, the Arizona electoral system will continue to function as it has since 2020, and that means Republicans will be unable to win any statewide election in the foreseeable future, okay? And the same is true where such weird rules about how Arizona runs its elections persist. And he says this, this means that it is now no longer possible for Republicans to win the presidency under current conditions. It may be possible to retake the Senate in 2024 by flipping two or more of um, Montana, Wisconsin, Ohio, West Virginia, possibly Nevada, but the presidency is now a DNC sinecure, meaning you cannot win the presidency anymore given the lay of the land in this country anymore, which in some extent doesn't matter who you put up to run for the presidency. So if that is the case, and it's just an idea I'm toying around with, with the massive fraud that we have seen and the way that Arizona just ran things and you saw, you know, and the, the, suddenly the elections pause, they don't declare a winner, then they keep digging, digging, digging for more. So, oh, suddenly the Democrat wins in Nevada, yeah. Well, um, I think the conclusion this Eurysthenes comes up with is, quote, political energy now must be spent solely on destroying the Republican Party establishment and turning the GOP into a fully insurgent party. And so that could be the ticket at least for now. Does that make sense what I'm saying? That could be the ticket for now to get rid of the Republican Party establishment. And I'm telling you, Republican Party voters in mass are ready to do that. So many of them, um, at least on the commentator side, are the, of the hall monitor class, the hall monitors who somehow like want to have McConnell around and want to have McCarthy around and um, you know want to have the, uh, the essentially neutered Fox News be the arbiter of PR for the Republican Party. And um, I say, we've we got to outgrow that. And that's at least some ideas I'm working with here about where we are in the future. And yes, that's where Trump comes in. Trump is the destroyer of the Republican Party establishment. And I mean, how amazing is it that Paul Ryan comes out, and I'll get the exact quote, Paul Ryan is praising Nancy Pelosi. Paul Ryan, the guy who's just endorsed Ron DeSantis, says this, quote, Paul Ryan, November 17th, 1034 a.m., quote, Paul Ryan, I tip my cap as I welcome Speaker Pelosi to the former Speaker's Club and congratulate her on a historic career in the House. That is your Republican Party establishment. Then Paul Ryan's on the board of Fox News. Paul Ryan's the guy who wants Ron DeSantis to be in there. These Republican establishments, oh, we know how to win. We know how to, You do not know how to win. Paul Ryan does not know how to win. 
Look at 2012 when he even let Joe Biden out debate him. On tw- I remember covering that that night on Backbone around here. So disappointed in Paul Ryan that night. Anyway, someone like a Miranda Devine over. This is the New York Post, another Murdoch organ, but she 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 just despises Nancy Pelosi, and she says this quote. Nancy Pelosi's classless act of ripping up President Trump's State of the Union address defines her dishonorable legacy as speaker. Nobody is more responsible for the polarization of U.S. politics. Her lies, vicious smears, pious hypocrisy, and corrupt personal enrichment top off a shameful tenure, end quote. That's how you respond to the shameful tenure of Nancy Pelosi, not... Paul Ryan congratulating her historic career, how wonderful she was. And again, that's the guy who's endorsed DeSantis. DeSantis is going to be a tool of the Republican Party establishment, which is the exact wrong direction to go. Look at Ken Griffin. Look at Jeb Bush. Look at the big money that's behind DeSantis. He's going to be wholly owned and operated by the exact wrong people, the establishment people that want to muzzle and stifle you, the Republican Party voter who just wants to save this country. Put America first, okay? We got to be thinking along these lines, do we not? I mean, these are some like pretty heavy things to be talking about, but... um, But if we don't get around this Republican Party establishment, we are going nowhere. And there's only one person that I can see, that I can find, that I can fathom, that can do it, that has the proven leadership. Think about Donald Trump and his his leadership as president before everything went to crap under Biden. We had a great economy. We had a great foreign policy. We had peace on earth. We had the middle class growing in its prospects. We had um, less discrepancy between the rich and the poor and the middle class in this country, the incomes were becoming a little bit more equal with one another. Trump brought that about. Proven leadership. All right. Full lines here. I'm going to go to the phone lines. When we come back, I honored if you would hang on through a break. Be right back. Yeah, just let your love flow. And just remember, there is so much positive. There is so much love out there. If you can step aside from that propaganda sphere, you can you can feel it. You can bask in it. So many good things going on, even politically. Oh, the American people. They're not just, just letting go of this place. In spite of what it looks like in this last election, we got all kinds of things we could be working on, and we're talking about them around here. And I will not point out that the Broncos just found a way to lose to the Raiders. Um, I make no uh, I make no secret of it that I do not watch professional football anymore since they uh, did that whole kneeling thing. I just don't do it. I don't go for it. It's not fun anymore for me when the NFL went all woke. Eh. But as a lifelong Broncos fan, up until they went woke, I uh, I hate to see the Raiders win. Oh, those Raiders! They're they're like they're evil. They're a bunch of scavenging berserkers. Are the Raiders? And they just they just won. Anyway, not to uh, draw highlights to the woke NFL, but if Mitch McConnell's back in leadership in the Senate, oh, that makes Trump more indispensable. If the barely not mm, semi-trustworthy McCarthy's the leader of the House, that makes Trump more indispensable. And if, if Ron DeSantis 
is getting uh, most all of his donations from huge corporations. 60% of Ron DeSantis' donations come from donations of $50,000 or more. Compare it with Trump, 54% of Trump's donations have come from donations of less than $200. It's the people versus the globalist corporations. Ken Griffin, I'll get to him later, DeSantis' biggest donor, has donated $5 million to DeSantis, and he is a complete and total open borders war hawk weasel. More on him. I saw this great picture of, of Ken Griffin standing there with Bernie Madoff. I put on the Backbone Radio Twitter page yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. I spotted it. Oh, 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 oh. Not trusting DeSantis. Look where the money is. Look at the Paul Ryan endorsement of DeSantis. Yeah, the Jeb Bush endorsement. All the rhinos. Bill Crystal loves DeSantis all of a sudden now, as does David Frum, the neoconservative war hawk Bush administration, Iraq guy. If, there, if you want any chance at peace on earth and to overcome the military-industrial complex, not send your sons and daughters or your own person off to some unjust war somewhere, well, Trump is your only choice. you got to realize that, people. You have got to realize that. Okay? That is a key point. You can't have, like, somebody else and not have war, right? You get somebody else, the first thing we get is like this stupid, ridiculous war in Ukraine thing, okay, that we have provoked. I've been clear on that from the beginning. Let's say hello on the phone lines, everybody. We're going to talk to everybody, and here is Marilyn in Denver. Thanks for being here, Marilyn. Oh, you are so worth waiting a half an hour for. <laughs> I have done I hope so it wasn't much that long. while okay. hold. It's amazing. Got gas. I went to the grocery store. I've, I've done it all. Um, Amen. Okay, glad I could help. Yes. Yeah. So Trump, let's get to Trump. Trump needs to pay attention, and he is. I'm sure he is. Oh, yeah. He has learned his lessons. He's got scabs from people that have burned him. And he's also, I'm looking at people who are are speaking ill of him. I am watching them and going, okay, you, no. Okay, you, no. No, 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 no. And I'm hoping that he's doing that. There's a couple things I really want of him. I want him to not talk as much. He went on and on and on with his announcement. That could have been just a good 20 minutes, a half an hour. I think he spoke for close to an hour. Yeah, well, okay. Well, no, no, he just, you know, he gets into, he likes to hear himself talk. I know he does. Well, name name one politician that doesn't like to hear themselves. Name one politician that is not ego to the max. I'll just tell you you that, oh, I mean, if you want to say Trump has an ego, I say Obama's is 10 times Trump's ego. Oh, yeah. Oh, true, true. But I will say the reason why I'm going for Trump again is because he's not a politician. And I want him to, I want him to grab that middle class people that lost jobs on the pipeline, that have lost yep. jobs in, in, in New York City and all medical care for not getting vaxxed. And the military. I want him to. Yep, they were military, forced to get the oh vaccine God, the and then they left and. Get him back in and there. He made thought, that he made that point in that speech at Mar-a-Lago. He yep. He did. He did. He needs to he needs to pound it. And he needs to say everybody will get their jobs back. This was wrong to do. What he needs to do is point out the wrongs of the pandemic. And there were a lot of them. There were a lot of them. If you could go to Home Depot and pick up a toilet and be a teacher and not work for a year and a half, two years, and yet the the kids are not going to school. It yep. makes no sense to me. Yep. You could go to a liquor store. You yep. could go to a pot store. 
And one thing to remember, DeSantis was a lockdown governor. Trump never did any kind of a lockdown. He let the states decide what they want to do, either the federalism principle, um, you know, par excellence. And DeSantis did a lockdown in Florida. Yeah. And Trump never made the vaccines mandatory. That was a lot of governors like our own here in Colorado Polis that did that. So some people have a beef against Trump for for some of this vaccine stuff and some of the lockdown stuff. But if you actually look into the details there, it's a lot better than you might think. So, okay, okay. I just and also, too, I want him to just state all of the things that have gone wrong in these two years of horror of the of the high taxes of IRS is going to be sicked on you. Rather than protect the border with 87,000 uh, IRS members that could sit them down on the border and protect the border, I want him to really get concrete so a simple man and a simple woman can say, yeah, that's why we liked him before. I hear you. And I, I think he's doing that. I, I mean, I, I think he did that in that Mar-a-Lago speech that uh, you thought was too long. But, uh, well, it was too long because, because I, it, the message gets lost when he goes on like that, though. I think he needs to just shorten it up. Maybe he needs to tweet again, Marilyn. Maybe he needs to get crank away on Twitter. Mm, that might do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think so. I think <laughs> he's so. been but reinstated. I, well, yeah, he has. He has. And I actually, for the first time, went and opened up an account with Twitter when Elon Musk bought it. Okay, so, great. Make sure you're following at Backbone Radio. We'll expect you over there soon. I, yeah, I will. You'll see me in a different name, but you will see me. Okay, and uh, and I will follow you right back because that's uh, how we spread the word. Um, and I, I send great tweets all week long on Backbone. It's a great news source. I try to cover the news so you don't have to do all that mainstream media nonsense, uh, garbage, rubbish you, stuff. You, you know? need to do. You, you need to do a song list too when you play. Oh, good point. And you know, I've uh, you really do. Yeah, you we, know, I go back and I'll listen to you again. And I'll go, what was that song? What was that song? And then I'll shamaz it or sham sham it or whatever it is. Exactly. Shamaz, exactly. But I. But if you did a playlist, that would be awesome. You're right about that. And uh, since we've had the copyright thing come down on us on radio, we can't play them on the podcast lately. But uh, that's why you have to listen live now. But uh, occasionally I can I can sneak one through for topicality reasons. Um, but uh, oh, I didn't that's know that's that. yeah it that's I, that's yeah, been a okay. fact. I would be playing music like and having all this fun with the bumpers and the and the things in between all the time. And Blake and I would be rolling and partying and rocking. But there's there's a few things we're still working through uh, with the you know the the copyright people. You know you know how the lawyers okay. uh, work, right? Yeah. <laughs> But, well, listen, I love listening to you on Sundays, and I really think that between you and I, we'll get Trump reelected. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> it's the only way to okay. save the country that I can think of. So, uh, Marilyn, make sure you're staying very close with us, and I'll, I'll keep trying to find the good tunes. So talk soon, Miss Marilyn. And uh, Casper is on board, the great Casper. Oh, I don't have a clock. So here's Casper. I'm going to ask you, can you hang on? Hang on. Consider us yes, in, in midstream here. And, uh, okay, good, we got the pause button, and it's, yeah, it's Matt Dunn, it's Backbone Radio, and I'm just covering all the bases, there's one line open, let's talk to everybody, when we get around the corner, we're going to make it fun, and, uh, yeah, oh, the Raiders, yeah, Raiders, uh, those people. Coming on back with a little John Lennon there, the FBI, and the BBC, and the CIA, That kind of covers what 
Trump is up against and what we must overcome to break out of this gulag in this country. We are living in prison in this country. We do not have free speech in this country. We have a disastrous foreign policy on the verge of World War Blooming Three over Ukraine, which the American people want nothing to do with. Oh, we've got an economy in tatters. Go down the list of stuff. Trump has learned a few things about the FBI and the CIA and the BBC is a good acronym for anything mainstream media, CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN. Do you see Mike Pence just went on CNN? Right after Trump announces they haul Mike Pence over to CNN, that traitor, snake, loser Mike Pence, who has essentially zero support What a bummer that Trump was saddled with such a snake as vice president for those four years. And his job is to conduct a media psyop campaign when he announces he's running for president to just create optic hassles for Trump's campaign in 2024. That's the whole point of Pence. Nobody likes that snake. Nobody goes for that guy. He's a fake Christian. And I'm telling you, he's an absolute loser. And Rush Limbaugh who used to interview Pence from time to time when he was VP under Trump. Rush Limbaugh's up there rolling in his grave. He ever gave a moment of airtime to that absolute weasel Pence. I'm telling you. And by the way, before the phones, Ken Griffin, DeSantis' biggest donor, has handed over $5 million to DeSantis. And good old Ken Griffin... He has his fingerprints. There's Citadel people in that FTX cryptocurrency explosion. Oh, yeah, with the money laundering out of Ukraine. But uh, this Ken Griffin guy is a pro-illegal immigration, pro-big business, pro-Wall Street, anti-free speech donor. And so you have to ask, can DeSantis really fight for the average American while beholden to that kind of donor? And like I said, DeSantis's average donation... Uh, 60% of DeSantis' donations have come from donations of $50,000 or more. Big corporate establishment rhino money, like Ken Griffin. These billionaires who want to get in there and essentially like lord it over the American people, the middle and working class, I have no patience for these Ken Griffin types going to use their billions to try to install some presidential nominee when they have their agenda that is diabolically harmful to the American middle class and the heritage of this country. No thank you. So I'm going to be on these people like Ken Griffin. No thank you to that guy. So 60% of DeSantis' donations come from the 50,000 or more crowd. And again, 54% of Trump's donations have come from donations of less than $200. That's like real people, real working people who send 100 bucks to Donald Trump because they want him to save the country against the FBI and the CIA and the BBC like John Lennon was singing about just now. Let's carry on. And Casper, honored you could hang on during a break. And Casper Stockham, hope you are well, sir. And I love it when you have a chance to check in with us. What's on your mind tonight? Yes, sir. I'm doing well. Hey, I was. Tr- I wanted to shift it to the state just for a second. You bet. Because... Um, Colorado has obviously now turned blue, blue, like solid blue, right? Yeah, deep blue. Deep blue, right, exactly. So it is now out of play for the national Republican scene. What I mean by that is Democrats don't need to spend a lot of money to keep it, and Republicans aren't going to spend any money to try to get it back. Right. So, 
So we have a lot of internal work to do. So I've come up with a, uh, I call it Operation Oust. Yeah. O-U-S-T. Operation Oust. I think I uh, um, texted to you on Twitter. Yeah. But um, it stands for Outreach, Unify, Support, and Train. Right now, we're not doing enough of any of those to actually win our state back. We don't do outreach to the black and Hispanic communities. I've, you know, I've been talking about this for years. Um, Heidi and Danny did a little bit of it in their race toward the end, but we needed a lot more of it earlier on, like actually now, like during the off season. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to unifying, we don't have a leader as a GOP leader who can unify all the factions. True. We don't have, you know, it, if the establishment gets in, they don't want to talk to, you know, the, the Patriots. And if a Patriot got in, they don't want to talk to the establishment. So we've got to have somebody that can bridge that gap between the establishment and the Patriots. You know, and, then, uh, and yeah, keep carrying on there. And there was, okay. there, there was one comes, more. Yeah. 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 And when it comes to support, um, our county chairs and county organizations are not being supported but they don't have enough money. Money is always a problem during these elections. So what I wanted the party to do was say, look, we need our counties to have tons of money. So if every Republican, registered Republican, would donate $5, $10, or whatever a month to the county party, not the state party, but the county party, that would put millions of dollars into the communities, into the counties where it needs to be. And then finally, we need to do training and support, which I've been doing for several years. These are the things that party infrastructures need to do, and they have not done them well. And what they want to do is have to fall back and, like, blame Trump somehow, even though Joe O'Day, of course, was a never-Trumper Senate candidate who did everything. He's like the dream establishment candidate, right? And so I stayed out of that one. But this blame Trump nonsense is just preposterous. But the distinction between votes and ballots— um, Casper right. is is a big deal, and I just kind of wonder if we might just have the freedom to let Republican voters not have to worry about trying to re- even really win statewide or win, you know, even a presidential campaign in twenty twenty four. But let we just do what we want to do. Let the Republican voters put the candidates forward that they believe in, that is their sentiment, and let that candidate just go forward, do the best they can, and yet focus on getting the ballots in. Just get the ballots right. in. But, don't don't let go like right. preach for votes and ask for your vote the old traditional way. But somehow or another in this mail in ballot state, we gotta just somehow get those ballots collected and in. And that's like the big deal. Uh you, yeah. isn't but there something a, to that, Casper? Oh, there's a lot to it, but but you have to understand the Democrats can ballot harvest because they have the relationship with those people. You know, they go into the retirement homes and their centers and all this stuff. And they have the relationship. So when it's and time, how to come Republicans have never done that? How come Republicans have not developed these relationships? That's where I fault I, our Republican establishment in this state for never for like getting completely outclassed and outmaneuvered every single exactly. cycle from these people. Well, and then these what, are the people that yeah. they hate Trump. Then they want to somehow blame Trump. It's it's ridiculous. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that's what the outreach is about. So we have to start outreach now in 2023. So that in 2024, we can actually do our own ballot harvesting. But we can't ballot harvest. Nobody's going to give you their ballot if they don't know you. 
you know, you can't show up at their door and say, hey, I want your ballot. They're like, well, who are you? You know, I've never seen you before. So we have to have that relationship, and that's what the outreach Good is point. all about. Yeah, somehow yeah. there has to be a swarm of ballot harvesting. And that's what Scott Pressler, the great get-out-the-vote registration guy, is yeah. doing in Georgia. He's saying, yeah. hey, I'm yeah. going to be a ballot guy. I'm going to be a ballot harvester now, an expert in ballot harvesting, right. not just yeah. registering voters, but yeah. harvesting ballots and getting them in. I think in some ways the Republicans are like wasting their time and saying, oh, we did this bad. We did this bad and all that. But no, no, no. The thing is ballots, ballots, ballots. Get them in. That's the thing. If I I was leading the party, I would be reaching out to Scott and getting him in here early so that we can form those relationships in the community. Yes. But now Scott Pressler has never been reached out to by the RNC, by the Republican Party establishment, by Rana Romney McDaniel has never reached out to that amazing phenomenon guy who's out there all over this country breaking his back to get voters registered and support Republican candidates across the land. That's we got to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. They haven't reached out to any group like that. Think about the walkaway group, right? With um, uh, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Brandon Strucker, right? Yeah. Think about him. He has hundreds of thousands of people who have joined Walkaway. We need to activate Walkaway to do some of this outreach. But they won't do it. They haven't reached out to any of these. Right. And here's a question. Walkaway, none of them. Lee Zeldin, um, the guy who had a really close race, almost became governor of New York, is saying he might want to run for RNC chairman against Ronna Romney McDaniel. Would you have any interest in seeing Lee Zeldin Get in there. What do you think, Casper? Yes. Yeah. I know I that'd would. Be a good deal. Yeah, that'd be a good deal. Yeah. Uh, Zeldin could be a great person there, and I hope Team Trump is on that and on the move there. Sundance, the conservative treehouse, is saying, let's get Lee Zeldin in there. Trust me on this. Get Lee Zeldin, because Rana Romney McDaniel is not a winner, folks. Thank you, Casper. Honey now, bringing us back in. Backbone Radio, we're heading right to the phone line action. Lauren Boebert, victory in Colorado. Lauren Boebert wins. That was a pretty close call, gotta say. Yeah, those mail-in ballots, they know how to get those mail-in ballots in. Do the Democrats in this state. Gotta hand it to them. No one does it better than them. See those big, huge protests, election protests in Brazil? Just millions of people in the streets following that on Twitter. Mainstream media doesn't want to cover that stuff for some reason. Yeah, don't want to cover any of that. And by the way, if we're on Twitter, they're doing the unbanning. Babylon Bee is back on Twitter. The Babylon Bee. What a ride. I think it was the Babylon Bee banning that got Elon Musk to buy Twitter in the first place. His good Christian humor friends over at the Babylon Bee got shut down by the vicious, ugly... Stasi tech tyrants. Next thing you know, Trump buys the place. I mean, uh, Elon buys Twitter and fires the fires the Bolsheviks. <laughs> anyway, you got to love it. And let's just be saying our hellos and Brian in Arvada. Thanks for hanging on a minute and glad you're here. Matt, you're really tested by patience. I mean, you're getting too popular and stuff. Okay, it won't happen again. Yeah, it's a fluke. All right. Yeah, okay. There's, you know what? There is one person that I can think of right now on Earth that can beat Donald Trump in a primary. 
Hmm. Who would who would that be? What What are you guessing on that one? Hmm. I I don't know. Uh, who could do that? I, I can't think of anybody. Well, he'd come close. I'm thinking Tucker Carlson. Because he's actually honest. He tells us the truth. I mean, he's the only one that can give him a run. It's not all these other idiots. Well, you know, the only reason... It, right. Now, Tucker, when you translate... Uh, I mean, he, I, I, he's the only one on Fox that I actually watch. Uh, well, Jesse Waters a little bit. But uh, to translate yeah. commentatorship to being a political force able to get in there and grind it out, it's a whole different world. He's zero testing on that. But not a bad vice president potential for uh, for Donald Trump. That would be well, kind now, of interesting. I don't know about that. Now, if you had a vote for Tucker Carlson, you know he tells the truth all the time, or Donald Trump. And by the way, because of Donald Trump, it's the only reason I started paying attention. When he was in those primaries in uh, 16, yeah, I had to watch everyone just because he was honest. That was the only reason. And guess nothing what? Nothing more, nothing less. You are in the same boat as millions upon millions of Americans who are now newly engaged voters and connoisseurs of politics and actively involved in saving this country. Yeah. That, uh, That's the only reason. I mean, my head was up in the sky. I was just like, oh, okay, they're all corrupt. I'll just, uh, you know, go on a vacation and do what I got to do. But then Trump came along, and he made me actually pay attention. And I think that's what people forget, you know. Yeah, and he's back, 2024. Let's do it again. That's why, you know what, i tell you what. Arizona is a uh, key state, and that's why they had to cheat in Arizona. I, I guarantee you Hobbs didn't win. Did you see her little gathering? She had like eight people. She was in a trailer park. The whole thing was horrible. They they got but the yeah. ballots in. They got the ballots counted. She's the Secretary of State in Arizona. She was on the election well, let me floors. Tell you what they did. Yeah. Let me tell you how they cheated. I'll tell you how they cheated. What they did is they said, okay, we'll take down 25% of the machines in Maricopa County, and we'll tell them to put it in this little box here. But the problem is they mix those votes with the ones that were already counted. We actually have to be honest. They're cheating. They're liars. They're creeps. We don't like them. Well, it is hard to buy what's going on in Arizona. And uh, I just, I just, you know, I just, I don't buy it. Well, I don't buy those results. Well, they're thinking about 2024. They're thinking about 2024. They know they got to keep the cheat down there in Arizona, just like they do in Colorado. That's all uh, mail-in ballot and stuff. It's got to go away. For some they, reason, they, they in Arizona, the well, they pull out all the stops in Arizona, and again, uh, that's that's the team down there. And it's by a the way, state. listen to this, Doug. They du- set up that they're playing chess. Well, uh, unfortunately, our Republican friends are playing. You know, but checkers, see, that's the but thing. The Republican chess. establishment does not want MAGA people to win. You have to understand no. this: that Mitch McConnell was waging a war against MAGA candidates in that whole Senate thing. And then, of course, some of them don't win when McConnell starved him. And then he flips over and says, oh, well, it's Trump's fault. You see, that's no. See, it doesn't matter which party you are. It it just matters if you're uniparty, if you're establishment, if you're going to be supportive of establishment figures and establishment narratives. That's the real war, which is why I started at this hour saying we got to go to war against the Republican Party establishment. That's where we need to direct our energies, and Trump is the best possible human being to accomplish that with proven leadership and history and persistence and toughness and the ability to fight and the ability to win as well. 
So Well, you know what? We all got to quit being so naive. Like you said, follow the money. Now, we do like everybody's thinking DeSantis. He did everything. He's a great guy. But follow the money. And at the end of the day, you're, gonna, you're either going to get played or you're going to wisen up and you're going to save the country. That's just the way it's going to be. There's nothing I can do for it. The establishment but, uh, games anyhow. are to, uh, to sort of confuse and misdirect and propagandize the Republican Party voters. And with the donors and the backers that DeSantis has, that's all I see there. And I think he is going to run. He already gave the signal in July to the donors. Now he's owned by these people. He would be and he can't go back run, now. I'll tell you. Well, no, he'll be forced to run. I guarantee you, Trump will win the primary if Trump. I liked what the guy out of Wyoming said. He said, "Well, maybe he'll go for an independent party," but that might. I don't know if that'll be a smart move or not. I, I know Trump. No, Trump ate the end game, but he's at least he's honest. No, I think Trump decided to make the GOP a MAGA party, and that's the way to go. And I'll tell you what, Brian. You just unleashed a whole bunch of torrent of great points, and thank you for being here, sir. We're so stacked, I better hey, keep thank moving. You, Matt. You're the best on radio besides Randy. I mean, I'm still deciding between the two of you. Well, yeah. Well, he and I are, like, really good buddies, so let's uh, let's keep that competition going. <laughs> he was at Mar-a-Lago this week. Oh, he's got great stories. But talk soon, Brian. All the best. Let's say hello to, okay, Dennis is next. Dennis, glad you're here. Welcome. Hello. Yes, sir. Dennis. Howdy. Yeah. This was kind of a surprise. Uh, I was just listening, and uh, I don't know. Did your, did Blake uh, tell you why I was calling and what I have? I, I don't even life? have an, any idea, but just lay it on us, whatever it is, good, bad, or ugly. Well, uh, well uh I guess Dennis Prager has talked about it some. You can go on Google and put in Supreme Court and then go down to petition Supreme Court of the United States. I've not done this. My brother turned it out. And when you get down to petition, you want to find number 22-380 uh so what uh, let's but just in the interest of time dial it in Dennis what is the what is the takeaway point you're you're ushering well, in the here point, the point is that this was uh uh filed on October 20th in the office of the clerk of the Supreme Court and received October 24th of the 22nd. Okay, we're getting dates and we're getting, like, uh, stats, okay. and, but what's the point? Well, I'll just get, I'll get okay, the, the point is is that there's a list of House of Representatives, there's a list of uh, senators, and uh, this person was... Uh, yeah... Well, see, I got a heavy. Here, hang on. Well, uh, we, yeah, we'll 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 do that. Uh, but Dennis, uh, when you can, squeeze that down to a concise like point, and we're gonna run with that because I know you had something good there. You had something good. Anyway, thank you. Be right back. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.